Hello, I'm Conrad Swift, and welcome to the Cardano Convo podcast, a podcast that gives a glimpse into the Cardano ecosystem. The Cardano Convo provides an easy-to-digest explanation of the projects that are being built, thoughts, and what's going on within the Cardano community. Today, we'll be speaking with members of the Muesli Swap team, Chris, a co-founder, and Karsten, the head of partnerships and investments. MuesliSwap is the first functioning Cardano DEX that currently uses an order book model, but has strong ambitions towards bringing other functionalities onto the platform. Without further ado, let's get to the interview. Hello, Chris and Karsten. It's nice to have you on the show, and thank you for taking the time to talk with us today and answer a few questions about the work you've been doing with MuesliSwap. Hello, good day to you. Yeah, hi. Um, Thanks for having us today. Oh, it's no problem at all. So there are a few questions I always ask, and to begin... Could you tell us a little bit about yourself, your background, and what drew you guys into crypto? So my name is Chris, and I'm an educated uh, computer scientist. And I actually started uh, going into crypto a few years ago by, by just bu- buying some coins. <laughs> and uh, a lot of my friends did it as well. So that kind of drew me into it. And I have a friend who invested very long term, long time ago already in Cardano. And he, he started approaching me when the NFT hype started and, and back in February, March, asking me, can we also do some stuff and so on. So I started looking more and more into Cardano. And then together with another friend called Matt, who's also part of the MuesliSwap team, uh, we actually said, yeah, there's no DEX on Cardano. So we might also look into okay, doing some kind of decentralized exchange on the platform. Yeah, and that's, that's how I started. <laughs> My name is Karsten. I'm doing a bit different role because I'm responsible for the partnerships and uh, maybe investments. So it's part of on the financial side. Um, and I joined this from uh, from investment banking uh, back in time. But I think it's uh, very interesting to look into crypto, which is kind of a new world coming up and uh, developing very fast. So it's really exciting to be joining. Oh, yeah, and it's interesting to see these these unique backgrounds. So. W- what is Muesli Swap for those who might not know? So, okay, let's say it like this. The core product of Muesli Swap is simply a place where you can come and trade your Cardano coins. Let's, let's say uh, you got some uh, liquids dropped last week in last week's airdrop. Um, and now you sell, I actually, okay, I decide to sell my liquid now. So you could go to the platform and trade it with another user who might be really into coming into this project and investing in it. So in some sense, it's just an exchange for people meet to trade their coins. And of course, all this happens in a decentralized way. So what our website is, is more like a front end to this smart contract being on the Cardano blockchain. And in the long term, we want to develop Muesli Swap into like an entire ecosystem, also having a launch pad and an NFT marketplace and so on. For Swap, you know, we have like um, a different setup than maybe a normal swap because you can put in limits and you can follow the market and you can play with your limits also. So uh, it's not just sending an amount and get it swapped. It's rather uh, also up to you to to play the market a bit. And and this makes it much more interesting and, and, and much more developed uh, than just, you know, like going into exchange shop and, and swap your coins. Oh, yeah, it's interesting. I've used your platform a little bit and I've been able to, for example, to buy and sell some Vi Finance. I noticed there's version one as well as the version two. And I've been able to sell, for example, a few other cryptos on there. And you, as you said, it's got like an order book model. So you can see how the market is moving over a period of time, similar to any other centralized exchange. It's quite something. 
it's actually very interesting. A, a lot of people also criticize it, but I, I think in some sense they might also be wrong because on Ethereum it's it's really hard to do this kind of order book model because it's it's too expensive in terms of gas fees to keep track of it. But as the Cardano model is different, it's like one of the because of this EUTXO model, it's actually first possible to do these kind of like order book based exchanges. So you can say that. Thanks to the unique Cardano model, it was actually first possible to do this kind of order book exchange in a cheap way. And that's also one of the reasons why we actually bring the, let's say, more traditional and more accepted model into the crypto world. I can see what you're talking about, because, for example, every time you do an exchange, for example, on a centralized market, like, let's say, Binance or Coinbase, there's a a custodial wallet that holds these things. And then there's an accounting system that just keeps track of Technically, this account has this much ADA, but obviously you don't have the keys to this, which is if you were to have a decentralized system, the idea is you'd have to keep the keys. And anytime there's a transaction, instead of just having the accounting system keep track, it's the blockchain has to keep track of it, which means that you have to transfer funds like from wallet to wallet, which requires fees. So as you're saying, it's really interesting that you guys chose the order book model and that Cardano does really kind of help to facilitate that because for gas fees, imagine if you're trying to do this on Ethereum, you're paying like $30 per trade. Unless you're really doing high volume trading all at once, it's not not conducive. It, in the same way, like if you went to a market and every time you use your card to buy groceries, it costs you $30 to use your card, you're going to make fewer trips and have to do it in larger bulk. Absolutely, and, and you know it, it's even more interesting when you when you also uh, see it from different angles because you can also use it like um, in a way also to do speculation that to do in the real um, exchanges, for example. Because now you can say, okay, I want first to sell when it's getting at forty-two, like, uh, and you wait for that and you play that, and uh, others, you know, you're just when you do a swap which you just send money to or your tokens to, then you don't know what price you get back. Yeah, So that's really interesting. I, I mean, it's in a certain price range, but I cannot just say I'm putting in a limit, I go to sleep, and then maybe the next morning I wake up and my limit has been executed. Yeah. I do have a question. So if I wanted to do a trade on Muesli Swap, um, I know that, for example, it seems you can only use NAMI for right now. I don't know if that's, is that indeed the case? I, it's the case at the moment, but we are, we are working on re, um, adding more wallets. As more and more wallets start supporting decentralized apps on Cardano, we also start integrating them into our platform. So whenever I went to make a trade, for example, I set up a limit order. Um, it requires putting up, so in NAMI, you have to have some collateral, and then it requires a couple of ADA. Is that just for the transfer of tokens into the smart contract? And if I were to choose to take my tokens out, do I lose the ADA that I use to begin the trade or does that get refunded from the smart contract because it wasn't fulfilled in a trade? So no, you get refunded what you're paying basically. So you're basically locking two fees into the contract at the moment. Uh, One fee is more like a deposit because in Cardano you're required to send your coins together with like a minimum amount of ADA. So when you do the swap, it, it basically uses this money to... To, to take your coins back to you or whatever you can call it. So this is the one fee is just a deposit you will get back whenever your swap is finished. And the other fee is basically used to incentivize matchmakers. So maybe to explain a little bit how our model works. So you place an order, it's in this order book. 
and now somebody else places an order. And now you have a lot of people called these decentralized matchmakers that are looking for two orders that can be matched together and then fill these orders basically. And, and this, this incurs a fee. And that's basically the fee you are locking up in a smart contract is to basically incentivize these decentralized matchmakers. And if your order is not executed, you will of course get this feedback. Awesome. That was the one thing I was worried about when I looked into the platform because that that's how I used to think of trading like when I was absolutely like amateur to it. So then seeing this, hearing that, that really kind of does relax me a bit in using a decentralized platform. Absolutely. And it, it, it means <clears throat> now when we're the first one where you can trade up, you also see that people come more and more to us and, and do one trade and and think, oh, that works actually, and 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 I got my money, and uh, and this is a thing we we want to work on now, also from the next months to marketing us better because I think we have a wonderful thing um, and also a very useful thing for the community, but uh, everybody is of course a bit skeptic, and you need to learn how to work with it. Yeah, that's also a point. Yeah, as you said, setting collateral and all this stuff because it's something which is required by Cardano, so everyone has to do it once before he can use a D app. But it's more like a learning process. So the more and more people get used to use the apps, all these things come in kind of natural at some point. Oh, yeah. And it's interesting that you talk about, for example, you do one trade and you kind of get more comfortable and then you feel, OK, yeah, I can do more on this. It's, it's kind of funny because I've been almost able to see this within like on Cardano Twitter, how everyone was really skeptical of Muesli swap. And then they do one or two trades and they're like, that worked. Like this is there. It is what everyone said. Like, because again, I know we had a small conversation, but it's interesting that you guys kind of came out of nowhere. Like you've got ADEX, you've got all these other DeFi platforms that are like, we're going to have a DEX out there first. We're going to have all these things. And then you got just Muses swap going whoop right up in front going, <laughs> hey, we did it. We got it. And everyone's like, there's no way. Like we've never heard of these guys. Like it's got to be a scam. And then you use it once or twice and you're like, nope. They they did it like. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and that's also but actually we are we quite proud of that because I think it's like really uh, interesting to see all the big names and so on and they're still not there so it must be quite complicated to get on the market. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but again, but, I do applaud those who did like realize oh this this is a thing like this isn't a scam like it's a valid thing and then they went back and were like yeah no I take that back I'm sorry. Like for those people, just on a side note, I applaud them. And I think we need more of that in the ecosystem. But again, I looked, as soon as I heard like negative about your platform, I'm like, I'm going to have to look into this because I, again, a lot of people like to push negativity because it's just popular to do that. But your, your platform is the real deal. Yeah, Absolutely. thanks. Yeah. Nice for saying that. I mean, of course, um, it's also important that you're skeptical in the beginning. Whenever there is a a new project, it's always good that you look into it and do your own research and also see if, 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 it's, if it fits you and if you understand the concept and so on before you start, let's say, maybe trading large amounts of money or whatever. So we see a lot of users that maybe do a test trade with like just one or two ADA just to see if it works. And when they feel more comfortable, then they might also do bigger trades. Exactly. That, that described me. <laughs> I, I did it, I think, exactly. yesterday and I'm like, I'm going to test this out. And I did. I'm like, Okay, like it's the same thing. Like when you're sending a large amount of any crypto, you're like, I'm gonna send a small like practice transaction to make sure it goes to the right place. And I yeah. I agree with you as well. It's always be skeptical of a new project. But I know that a lot of the 
the skepticism kind of comes from how you guys have presented the team, how um, you've used these avatars as well as names to present yourselves. So that might have something to do with that a bit. Um, do you guys in the future ever intend on possibly moving away from that or? So of course I cannot speak for the entire team, uh, but, but our general idea is that yes, we are planning on doing that. Uh, we will, some, some of us might not, might not be very happy to be all over YouTube, but of course I think we will go out there saying who is operating the decks so that also people know who's behind the project because a lot of people demanded this from us in the beginning, they addressed like multiple red flags about muesli swap, which I can also understand. And I think we will try to like step by step addressing these red flags and get like all the concerns out of the way. I still think we can promise that you'll get some faces soon. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Um, so to kind of jump back towards the decks, um, I know that for muesli swap, your guys's native token is the milk token. Um, could you tell us a little bit about the token? It's tokenomics and possible future uses you see for the milk token? Okay, so um, the tokenomics, so the, the the supply of milk will be 10 million and it's it's gonna be locked at this so it will never exceed it. And what we did is in the beginning, when we launched, we had kind of a pre-sale where we sold half of the milk, so 5 million, which is distributed throughout the community. And um, the other half is still locked and most of it is actually used for another sale to investors to further enhance the platform. And then a bit of it is also um, locked for team tokens. And the idea behind Milk is that it will have multiple utilities. So we want to develop the platform further step by step. And by doing it, we want to introduce new utilities to the token. So one, for, um, one thing, for example, is we are working on an NFT marketplace because our protocol works like this, that it can actually not only trade Cardano tokens, but also NFTs. So our idea would be that we might also have this NFT marketplace, and then we will be like, we will want to do some unique connections that are, will be for milk holders only. And then in the future, you might also look into um, maybe some different fees coming up or whatever that can maybe be scraped for milk holders. Then, uh, now you can just trade the coins on the platform that are also listed there. But soon we will be, will be, we will be releasing a um, feature called Trade Anything, but, which means you can basically trade any coin on the Cardano network. And then what will be on our website is more like a quick view of the most popular tokens. Uh, what will be on this quick view will be like decided by the milk holders. So it will also have kind of a voting on which, which coins will be on the platform. These are just some of the utilities we will be seeing for Milk. And also what a lot of people are very interested in is kind of a staking opportunity. And our idea was, will be that you will stake Milk and then you get some other tokens in reward. So, so maybe there will be some people that uh, wanna push out their token to the Milk community to maybe promote it or also to get their project started so we can help them with marketing. And in reward, all Milk holders will get this token for free. That's that's one of the ideas in kind of a staking form. And maybe also to tell you, like um, you maybe looked a little at our chart because it was the same uh, picture there at the beginning with people uh, being skeptic and we were trading around like 20 to 30. Uh, but last week, uh, people like kind of discovered that this is maybe undervalued. So it jumped all the way up to two and uh, and we're trading around 170 now so i think it, it is a very uh, positive development because everybody who who trusted us at the beginning they have i got a great reward now 
Um, but it's still the start, and um, and we're looking for for a lot of new projects coming up. So I mean, this is a very interesting um, uh, situation. But it's of course no advice uh, to, to this, but it's the way of of trading uh, the idea behind DeFi. Yeah. Oh, exactly. And that's interesting that you guys are intending on providing these opportunities and the being able to trade anything. I did. So of course, one of my questions is going to be about. Um, on your decks, I noticed the NFT and the launchpad section. Um, is this going to be something that comes out soon or what plans do you have for, I know you talked a little bit about the NFTs because of the being able to sell anything, um, but with a launchpad, how do you guys plan on going about that? Is that part of the, you're staking your milk token and you're able to distribute, for example, let's say our project is Flooftopia and let's say I make a Floof token and would the launchpad be the fact that people are staking your milk tokens on your platform and then I'm distributing my tokens that way? Or how how do you guys envision the launchpad being? So I think the launchpad, once it comes out, it, it will still take some time. But once it will come out, you will probably have two different kinds of launches. One would probably be to distribute to the milk holders. And another one would be a token, uh, like let's say a token creator who has a project, but also needs some kind of financing for it. So he wants to sell his token. And then it could maybe be that you need to have certain amounts of milk in your wallet to buy a higher stake in the project or whatever. So like um, the more milk you own, the more you're allowed to buy in the project or whatever. That that would be one of the ideas. But right now uh, we are still trying to focus on the core product, which is the token swap. and. Um, there's still a lot of stuff to do. So for example, uh, one feature that will come out soon is this trade anything feature. And then another feature we will see is that we will start adding more and more wallets um, supporting it. So at the moment we only support NAMI, but uh, I think uh, probably, I don't want to promise too much, but probably mid next week, we will also see the support of Giro wallet and uh, maybe also of CC vault uh, on our platform. So that's another two wallet that will be integrated into MuesliSwap. And then after that, um, we have another release coming up, which is the MuesliSwap V2 contract. I don't know if you heard about that. I, I did. That is definitely my, I was kind of going to lead into it, of course. And so I've seen that you posted a tweet a couple days ago about at the end of January, you plan on being partnered with MLabs to do a full audit from to go from V1 to V2. What What is v2 compared to v1 for or version one inverse version two for muesli swap okay so um first of all uh, one of the general ideas is that our current contract is lacking some features um one for example is that um only uh, direct or like two orders placed in the in the smart contract can be matched but now uh, one of the features we will be adding is that you can match an order directly. So what does this mean? So basically the upgrade will provide some extra infrastructure for us to move into a more hybrid model, which will consist maybe out of an automated market maker and the order book model. So we will can be incorporating both into our exchange. And then another thing we are looking into is cooperating with different external market makers uh, that also wants to provide additional liquidity to our protocol or to the trading. And for this to happen, you also need kind of features that will be introduced with version two. These are one of the main big things that will be coming. So it's more like we will do this kind of infrastructure upgrade to do more and more rollouts on the platform within the next months. 
Got it. So V1 versus V2 is so V1 is you've currently got a order book model on Muesli Swap. Um, there's more you can do with smart contracts, but version two is having the ability, of course, to have the order book model, but also to have, and this was going to be, of course, a question I got to, is the automated market maker model or AMM um, model for DEXs, as well as allow for increased liquidity into your platform via partnering with other projects. Is that right? Yes, with other market makers, exactly. So AMM is basically only one model to provide liquidity into a trading market, you could say. Awesome. And would you be integrating between the AMM and the the current order book model? For example, if somebody is wanting to make a trade or let's say the pendulum in the AMM goes up to a certain extent, would that filter into the order book model to fill those orders as well? Or how would that work out? I mean, these details, they are not entirely sure yet. So as I said, it will be a rollout over the next few months. But uh, it will most likely work like this, that, yeah, as you said, the, the AMM is also constantly quoting prices. And then it, it might, some matching might happen or some order filling might happen outside of the AMM range and some, some might happen inside this range. So it will be a mixture of both. So basically, the automated market maker is just another way to add extra liquidity into your market to guarantee faster order execution for people. That was that was definitely one question I was going to ask is a lot of people when they think of DEXs, they almost unanimously think AMM models, not order book models, because that's almost in a lot of people's minds, DEXs, AMM, centralized exchanges, order book model. So it's interesting that you guys started with the order book model. Yeah, but as I, as I mentioned earlier, it's, it's basically first uh, possible thanks to Candano to actually bring this this order book model into into the decentralized world so that's one of the reasons why you didn't see it that much before yeah we did touch on that topic a little bit um while we're on the topic of swapping um i saw that you guys recently posted that you'd had a daily swapping volume of over 900,000 ada and last i checked over 1.6 million dollars of total value locked in on the cardano side um which of course is amazing could you tell us a little bit about more of the numbers on the Muesli swap and what you guys have been seeing? Okay, so actually, uh, the order volume has already incre increased again, or the trading volume. So I think uh, on, I, I'm not sure if it's been Tuesday or Wednesday, we've seen more than 1.6 million ADA in swapping volume. And also, the total value lag, um, locked has also increased to, to more than 2 million US dollars. But you should always be uh, a little bit careful with this metric. Because um, in, in, an, in an AMM, it's basically this, this value locked is what all people provide in liquidity. But what's, what's, what's actually the total value locked for us is just what's currently like an open orders in the market. So it's only the throughput compared to what people stake. So that's, that's why that maybe the total value locked model doesn't make so much sense to apply it to order book decks. Yeah. It kind of shows how either more people are using it or possibly people are putting more value of their assets into it. So yeah, yeah, it's not indicative for an open book or an order book model, but it it is something. It is definitely something. I'm, I'm just saying that it's probably easier to reach, I don't know, in the vicinity of let's say 20 or 30 million US dollars with a, um, let's say AMM model compared to this, this order book model 
But of course, if the value increases, it means that there is more liquidity in the market, more tokens are traded, and there is more demand. So yeah, it's it's always a good good indication that that there is interest interest in Muesli swap. Also, uh, for example, the number of unique wallets we see um, connecting to our site or actually placing orders. Back in end of December, we said that we had 5,000 unique wallets that used Muesli swap. I think this number now already increased to more than 15,000. So we had more than 15,000 different people actually trying the platform, trying to do trades and so on. And this, this, this number is increasing every day. So yeah, we are really happy with the growth we are seeing at the moment. And you know what? The, um, the most funny thing is we only listed like 39 tokens until now. And we have about 100 in the pipeline. <laughs> so I mean, if you can add that up for the turnover, it's going to be quite interesting to see that. Yeah? Oh, yeah. It's th- just the growth I've seen going from, well, just the last couple of days since I put down some of these numbers. But I've seen how in like mid-December, you guys had like numbers that were almost half this. And then now it's been almost a month and you guys have like gone, like gotten so many more people or at least so many more wallets and more value put into your exchange. It's really interesting to see like just how much people are craving these decentralized exchanges. Yeah. And it's actually also like a lot of people actually reach out and say thank you to us. And so they say they are so happy that they can now swap their tokens and they can place limits. And yeah, I think we actually already have a, little, a kind of a few people that do it as like a day trading thing already on Muesli Swap to do some trading the entire day long. So it's, it's, it's really funny. Yeah. It's kind of nice. So I know you touched a little bit on this, um, but do you guys have any partnerships planned for the future? I know you set, talked about having, for example, some tokens in the pipeline. I didn't know if you were in talks with any other DEXs as you're moving into version two that you were working or working on getting partnerships with. So let's say at decentralized exchanges, we don't have any partnerships planned, no. Um, other partnerships, I don't think we have anything that we can reveal right now, but we are also talking to some other big Cardano players about some possible partnerships, yes. And you know, maybe this interview brings some ideas out in the community. We are always open to hear what people think. Typically, I look at every comment, I look at everything within the Discord, and often we'll ask for questions within those. And a lot of a lot of the questions you guys have already answered right off the bat before I even ask them. You must you must get these questions <laughs> relatively often then. <laughs> oh no, but it's really interesting because it's like maybe some of your questions also is what, what makes us happy because that's the target to to get it working. Yeah, that's it. Oh, of course. And it seems like you guys are wanting to really grow this out, which I mean, for example, starting start out relatively small, like arguably, it depends on what you would call small, but then moving to have, for example, not just, oh, we want to go for AMM and then, oh, I guess we'll settle for it. You're like, no, we're going to do order book model. We want to move into AMM, want to move into NFTs, want to move into, well, anything you can sell on Cardano. And then being able to go to Launchpad, like all these things, it's just, it's a lot to take in. And I, do you guys like, do you guys have what it takes to get all that done? <laughs> Let, let's see. Let's see. <laughs> but, but we should mention that also one of the advantages of maybe also Cardano and how NFTs and all these things are handled is that our protocol already handles NFT trading exactly the same way as a native asset, for example, a, a coin is traded. So Basically, a lot of these features are already there. They are just not exploited in the way they maybe should in the front end and so on. So, so I think most of these features will, will actually come, yes. 
Do you guys have an estimation? I know that you're looking towards the audit with M Labs um, towards the end of January, but when do you think that you might have the AMM models available for trade? Or when, for example, AMM models, the NFTs, the Launchpad, do you have estimates? I mean, I'm sure you can't give hard dates, but you got roundabout ideas when you expect to have those available. Okay, let's, that's okay. So I, our hope is that the audit is finished by the end of January, so we can move out version two. And then one of the first things we will do is we will probably see uh, partnerships with different community members uh, starting providing external market makers. So not automated market makers where everybody can be a liquidity provider, but external market makers already bringing liquidity into the protocol which will, of course, already improve the trading experience. And then um, until the AMMs are done and the code is audited and all this stuff, I guess it will probably be, yeah, somewhere quarter to mid of the year, I would assume, for the AMM model. But the NFT marketplace will definitely come earlier. I hope that we will uh, re be able to release a first version in, in March. And also, we are currently looking into redesigning the entire MuesliSwap page. So this will be also one of the big things coming up in quarter one. Give it more of a sleek look or feel to it. Yeah, exactly. Like a mixture. First, it will be more like a... So our idea is that we will basically split this redesigning project into two steps. For it, First, it will hopefully bring a bit of more professional and cleaner look to it. And then in the next step, we are maybe even aiming at an entire redesign of the page so that the user experience is going to be better and it even more fits our hybrid AMM order book model or whatever we will, we will see. Will there be a dark mode? I, I hear a lot of people asking that and the yeah. answer will probably be yes. Awesome. <laughs> but, but first in the lightest step. But yes, it, it will come. Awesome. I know that's just some CSS on the HTML, like getting that fixed, but ooh, dark mode. That, that's the only criticism I had when I went there. I'm like, because I work at night often. So I'm like, it just blares in my my cave, and I'm like, <laughs> but that's awesome. But okay. Um, other than that, so again, just to recap, you're aiming to have these things. You're trying to get the AMM done, hopefully before like m mid March. Is that right, or uh, just making sure I have? So, so it, the March thing was the NFT marketplace. Got it. Uh, I I think until until uh, of course. Um, market makers in the protocol, definitely by March. Automated market makers, where everybody can be a liquidity provider, I would rather say middle of the year. Got it. Okay. So that's interesting. And I'm sure it, there's going to be some leeway because, for example, let's say an audit requires more work, um, then I imagine that these are just rough estimates, right? Yes. And, and my goal is that we will not postpone any of the dates. So I'd rather set them further in the future than it might actually be at the end. But other than that, um, I, that's a lot of the questions that I had. You you guys were on top of that. You knocked, like, before I even asked some of these questions, you're like, I, I, I bet I know what he's going to say. But um, this has been extraordinarily informative. And I really appreciate you guys both taking the time out of your day to talk. Um, before we go, how can listeners get involved with what you're doing? Or how can people best support you and your team? Okay, so so how to best support it? Use MuesliSwap. Tell other people to use it. And um, how can developers support us? So we see a lot of people uh, playing around with how they can maybe use the MuesliSwap price feed to include it in their website, how they can maybe write a Discord bot to, to let's say, um, 
have the price in their group for their token and all these things. So develop anything around the MuesliSwap uh, protocol and around the entire ecosystem and you will be of great help. There's a lot of things to do. Spread the word and if you are a developer, um, use the tools we give you to maybe also make an application that helps MuesliSwap grow. Oh, of course. And we'll have all the links to their website, to their Twitter, to all of their social medias. Make sure to jump in there um, if you want to help them. I'm sure there's people there that might need help. There's things to be done as well as just keeping up to date with what's going on with MuesliSwap and using the platform. That that helps. You guys should check it out. Thanks a lot. Yeah, thank you very much. Oh, no problem. And thank you. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Cardano Convo podcast. If you want an easy way to help us out, make sure to share this podcast. That way we can grow and create a better podcast for you guys. Also leave us a five-star review. And if you had feedback on today's episode, tweet us at Cardano Convo. Send your emails to cardanoconvo at gmail.com or join the Cardano Convo Discord server and let us know. We'd love to hear from you. Also, make sure to check out our website at crypto-loops.com. We'd also like to thank our sponsors. First are our Patreons over on the Cardano Convo Patreon page. Their direct contributions help to make this podcast possible. By becoming a Patreon, you gain amazing benefits such as access to polls to help decide the content of upcoming episodes, early access to videos, roles and benefits within the Discord server, and so much more. Our second sponsor is Loops Pool. If you want to help out the podcast and you're looking for a Cardano stake pool to delegate your ADA to, then think about delegating with Loops Pool. That is Loops, L-O-O-P-S. Lastly, I want to let our community know about an NFT game slash project that we are working on. The game is called Flooftopia, and more details can be found at flooftopia.org. There you can find access to our Discord server and to other socials, so make sure to check out our website to learn more. Again, thank you for joining us, and we'll see you in the next episode of the Cardano Convo.